Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Monday, Monday, Monday. How was your weekend, Casey? It was a great weekend. Details. I slept in till 9 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Nice. I got to go see the service dog for Got Your Six, Will, who I was his puppy raiser for about five months, and see him off to his new family, veterans. That has to be pretty rewarding. It was awesome. Yeah. We went to a birthday party. We had a bonfire. We went to a Halloween bar. It was, I went shopping till I dropped it was a great weekend. Wow. I like it. What about you? Uh, I just had birthday parties every day this weekend. And for children. For kids. Like not even the fun adult ones. No. Mm. No. I went to a bowling alley. I went to two houses. Uh, one of the parties was a Bob Ross painting party, which I thought was pretty fun. fun. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't get to participate, but they set up this table, this long table in the middle of the living room, and all the girls are just like with easels and everything. Now, that's cute. Yeah. That was pretty fun to, to see. But yeah, it was just, man, October has been jam-packed with stuff. Just constantly, constantly busy. It is the awesomest month of the year. It is the awesomest month of the year. That is for sure. We've got Jingle Fest tickets at 8 o'clock with the big three all this week. So if you want those, that's coming up. We're almost to November. And we're going to play a game for Ringling Brothers tickets at 730. The circus is coming to town. And we've got uh, a game we're going to be celebrating clowns. Even though Ringling doesn't have clowns anymore. Odd. We'll we'll celebrate their heritage. (laughs) Hey, we're in the 31 mornings of Halloween, so. Anything uh, goes. Yes, exactly. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out. It's 92.3 WIL. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Lee Bryce is doing awesome things as Lee Bryce does. He just raised $570,000 for pancreatic cancer research. Here you go, Lee. So Lee Bryce was on hand for the 10th annual homecoming golf and concert event. This is like a, something they do every year, benefiting, obviously, pancreatic cancer. And this is a new record for this fundraiser that's been happening for a decade. So he performed in Myrtle Beach with Jamie Johnson, Jared Neiman, and his uh, co-performer for Jingle Fest, Randy Hauser. Nice. So nice of them to warm up together before they get to the Jingle Fest stage. Randy, Jared, and Lee are like the three amigos. Are they tight like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes sense because they're all the same. I think it'd be awesome if Jared Neiman showed up to Jingle Fest. Oh my gosh. Just completed that trifecta. Everybody would be like, okay, now seriously, which is which? <laughs> <laughs> and what song belongs to who? They all came out of the same like country music era. <laughs> they all came at the same time with the same body type and the same attitudes. And then uh, I think Lee, yeah, stole the show on that one. Yeah. Right? He's got all the hits. He's got all the hits. Lee Bryce says, nights like this make me want, make me love what I do even more. Not only do I get to sing and play songs with my friends, but we're making a big difference. We're going to have to ask him about this kind of stuff and about his little uh, triplet situation whenever he's here on December 2nd. Yeah, I like that. If you don't have tickets already, uh, it's about that time. It's almost November and Jingle Fest is on December 2nd at the Family Arena. Remy and Casey. Uh, to celebrate the 31 mornings of Halloween. We started doing this a couple years ago. Yes, I think this is our third year. Okay, but last year we went out during the 31 mornings of Halloween to pick up our little side of 270. Yes. Uh, A little stretch there. We adopted a part of Highway 270 for better or for worse. 
It uh, usually for better. Seems to be yeah for content. <laughs> uh, it seems to be very littered upon, especially our stretch. Which is how it all started. So I don't know if who reached out to who, but a couple years ago we got in touch with MoDOT, and MoDOT was like, you know, it's actually free to quote own your own stretch of the highway. All you have to do is keep it clean by going out. I think it's like once a quarter. Yeah. Four times a year is the Four minimum. Four times a year. Yeah. And just, you know, clean up the trash. They supply you with the bags and the every, the twisty ties and all the things. And so we were like, this is an awesome opportunity to get some listeners involved as well. Because you and I have done it maybe like, what, five-ish, four or five-ish times now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would make sense. And um, a lot of listeners expressed wanting to help out. We had maybe like four listeners last time we went out, which mm-hmm. is not a ton, but that's why we're trying to normalize this and get it started so that other people are inspired to help. I'm telling you, if we had six or seven, four was huge. Oh my gosh. Like I'm not even We gonna, got so much done so fast. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, and we didn't expect a big turnout. I mean, how, how do you get people to come out? to clean up trash on the highway these days. Right. You like know what I mean? at the end of the day, it comes down to like a good hearted reason. Like yeah. we're not handing out t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we have found some very interesting things along uh, Highway 270 in our in our travels up and down our little stretch that we've, uh, that we've adopted. And we want your help because we're going to go out on Wednesday and we're going to go find some scary things. That's right. Hopefully we've, not We found scary. a witch's broom one year. We found a clown wig. We found adult toys and We found things. an entire outfit <laughs> an thrown entire, yes. straight out someone's window. Oh, my gosh. Doing what? Don't know. But yeah. we found it, and if, we cleaned it up. If you want to uh, join us on Wednesday, we will have an opportunity to go out and do that. Uh, join the volunteer squad, the Remy and Casey volunteer squad. You can find the form on the website. Also, I do want to jump in and say that, like, there's no time obligation. Like, we'll probably go around 11, but if you can only stay till 1130, that's fine. Yeah. Or, like, whenever you need to bounce, that's cool. We don't usually stay much longer than an hour anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It will be fun. Memories will be had. Memories will be had. Text line if you want to join in on any conversations throughout the morning. Uh, We're giving away a trip to the CMAs coming up in November, and we want to send you to Nashville. You and a guest will go round trip airfare to Nashville, two-night hotel stay, tickets to the CMA awards show, and you'll get meet and greet passes with Dylan Schneider. I feel like when you grow up watching the country music awards shows, specifically like I did, you sit there and you think, what is it like to actually be there? How much fun could that be? And then to go out afterwards and Nashville's so much fun anyway to then win a trip and go for free that's lit yeah it's uh it's a pretty awesome opportunity you can get entered to win for that trip uh to the CMAs at 923wil.com on the WIL app or you can head to Barrel Blends in Afton or Bridgeton and scan the QR code right there it's time for sports with Remy and Casey intercepted as Brian Cook To close out the game, the Chiefs' defense is one of the big stories of this season in Kansas City. Chiefs beat the Chargers 31-17. Patrick Mahomes put up 424 yards with four touchdowns. Before you come at me, I know it's Mahomes. I was just saying words. You know people would, too. Yeah, It's not Mahomes. It's Mahomes. I hate you, Remy. Fantasy owners are basking in all those points. Oh, my gosh. If you've got Patrick Mahomes on your team, or Travis Kelsey for that matter, he had 179 receiving yards yesterday. 
Knew with, he could. With Taylor in attendance. This was an actual graphic that they put up on the screen. With Taylor in attendance, Travis Kelsey has averaged 99 yards a game. Without her, left to his own devices, as they said, 46.5. Yeah. It's so lucky and awesome that he's one of those people that whenever she's there, he gets fired up and gets it done rather than gets nervous or shuts down yeah. because of all the attention. I like that he feeds on it and capitalizes it. That was the big concern, right? Yeah. You know, Travis Kelsey goes downhill because he's worried about other things. Is it too much of a distraction? Things. I'm telling you this, whenever there was a girl at our baseball games in high school, mm-hmm. Hitting bombs? Just bombs. You just play better. I don't know why. I wonder how Coach Reed feels. I'm sure he's like, what's up? You know, Tell her to come has, every time. He honestly... She want to have dinner at my house? He has no emotion. I really I really think he's good with whatever, as long as they're winning. Yeah. Uh, Taylor was there, but so was Jackson Mahomes. Didn't like that. I don't know why. Just didn't like it. Most people didn't. Yeah. And that's okay, because you know what? I didn't see him acting up... I just saw his presence. Yeah. And it was very Homer Simpson in the bushes. Yeah. And so I never fine. I never check his social media, but I did because if I know anything about him, it is that he wants to, you know, get the clout. And if Taylor Swift is in the same suite as you, you're going to try and get the clout. Totally. But I didn't see any posts with him and Taylor. So. Because you know who Taylor is tight with? Brittany Mahomes. And Brittany is on the up and up when it comes to her reputation. And I guarantee before Jackson walked into that suite, she walked out there and had him by the, coll- by the collar of his shirt and said, listen, <laughs> you won't screw this up for us. I know you got pending charges Don't right now. look at that girl. Yeah. Uh, Blues beat the Penguins 4-2. to They played well. Benny had 31 saves. Saad snagged a couple goals. Uh, Blues take on the Jets tomorrow night. Puck drop at 7.45. City SC lost their final home game of the season 2 to nothing against the Seattle Sounders, but that's okay because they're still the top-seeded team in the MLS uh, in their division. And they have uh, a playoff game coming up here. They've finally got it down. Twenty, The 29th is when the first game will be. They're not sure on if it's going to be Sporting KC or San Jose yet, but both should be easy. At least I think that's what KC I'm saying would now. be more fun. Yeah. Uh, Mizzou beat South Carolina 34 to 12, now ranked 16th in the country. They've got a seven to seven and one record. They were six and seven last year, and they've got number one ranked Georgia on November 4th. So it's going to be a tough one, but that's pretty cool to say that Mizzou's yeah. 16th ranked right now. They are taking off. Yeah. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Brooklyn Beckham, a.k.a. the oldest of David and Victoria Beckham's children, is getting moons over Miami grand slammed on the internet. Oh, like in a good way or a bad way? Slammed? Usually a bad way. Okay, it's a bad way. I just, I, I heard all that delicious breakfast food and it threw me off. It's really not a new thing either because it's all inspired by his cooking career or his aspiring cooking career. So Brooklyn Beckham's been making cooking videos, cooking with Brooklyn and posting them online for a while now just to get trolled. And people, honestly, they can keep it up because he's very unbothered by his quote, Nepo baby lifestyle. Yeah. He said, quote, to be honest, I'm used to the hate. It really doesn't bother me. Cooking makes me happy, and I have more important things to worry about than people saying a little bit of rubbish about me online. A little bit of rubbish. If you're wondering what the recent controversy is here, before he, in his, I guess, one of one of his last videos, before he pl- places chicken breast into a pan, only a few of them, 
He pours an entire bottle of avocado oil into the pan first. Okay. An entire bottle of avocado oil. I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. He's frying this chicken up in avocado oil. He Let's says go. he likes the uh, the smokiness of the, the taste, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So what are people chirping about? Just that he used An too much? An entire bottle? Well, if you're going to fry it up, I don't you need a decent amount of oil. No. I Here's the thing. I, not a chef. And if you've ever watched the Casey's Witching Kitchen videos, you know it's all in good fun. It's all about trying new things. But the comments under this video are atrocious. I don't know if he was like fully going Lent ham and getting these things fried up. Yeah. It just looked like he was supposed to put it in a pan. I think if I was going to make a remark about this in a negative wit, I feel like a bottle of avocado oil is very expensive. That is <laughs> a lot of the comments. People looked it up and this one bottle is $25. Yeah, I just, you know, it's, if you're going to fry it, just go vegetable oil, you know? Exactly. Again, back to the Nepo baby thing. And the um, I think a lot of people are saying like, this is a little deft toned because like you could have used anything else but you used the most expensive thing of olive oil or avocado oil that you could find yeah either way i commend him he could have totally said you know what i wanted to go into music like mummy or somehow get involved in the sports world like his dad mm -hmm. and i appreciate that he or you know just live off his nepotism and his wife nicola peltz's nepotism but i like that he's got an aspiring career as a chef yeah. and he's like working towards it and, sh and showing it off online. He could have his, all of his food made for him, you know, at this point. And you know what? Maybe he does. He does. <laughs> Let's just be real. But I can appreciate him trying and, uh, and I can also appreciate the internet sticking their necks out to say maybe not an entire bottle of the most av expensive avocado oil you yeah. can find. Yeah, yeah. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Why does everything bad happen to your house when you're on vacation? Like, it's just, it just waits until you leave for a couple days and then everything hits the fan. I don't have this experience. The ceiling fan. Uh, <laughs> this woman was on vacation and she got a call from her neighbor saying, did you hire somebody to tear your house down? Oh, my God. A woman in Georgia named Susie Hogston says that while she was away on vacation, a company called You Call It, We Haul It de demolished a house that she owned. And she only heard about it from her neighbor when her neighbor called while they were on vacation. Uh, the neighbor confronted the workers and supposedly got nasty with her. Nasty. So Susan sent a family member over to check on the permit. And that's when the company realized they were at the wrong address. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What? And then they just drove off, leaving the house in total rubble. No one was living in the house at the time when it was destroyed, thankfully. Susan said it was a property that's been in the family for a long time, but it's been boarded up for the past 15 years. Which kind of has me like, well, okay, at well least then, they weren't like, you know, brand new house or whatever. At least someone wasn't actively yeah. yeah, living in it. I mean, this feels much less extreme now that I know it's been vacant. The family keeps the grounds maintained and the taxes are paid. So it wasn't abandoned. Although I don't know how neighborhood loves, you know, a boarded up house. Right. I was going to say, maybe this is a blessing. 
Maybe a neighbor called into this on purpose. Maybe. Maybe. It's, that was my first thought was that it was like the city. Like they're violating some sort of, you know, code ordinance or code or whatever. Know. Yeah. Uh, that is not the case. Uh, they didn't want it torn down. The company told local news that they're investigating how this happened and are working to resolve the mishap. But the family says they haven't heard anything from them. So it's unclear how they'll make it right. I feel like this is just one of those things where you got to double, triple, quadruple check the address before you start backhoeing that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I don't really know what the protocol is for like when they get there. Do they always have to make sure? Because a lot of times someone's not at the house because yeah. it's during the day. So they're at work or something. This happened to you when you were living in Chicago. It did. Uh, we had we had a, roof, a roofing crew just show up to our house and start ripping off our roof. Was your wife there? She was there. She was like, uh, do we, are we getting a new roof today? And I was like, no, you need to tell them to stop like right now. And they were like four houses off. Oh my God. They could have driven just a little bit further down the street and seen all the material in the driveway. Mm, yeah. I bet some people have wild stories about this. Yeah. Would love to know. Has a contractor or someone showed up to your house and started doing work? Are you the contractor? Are oh, yeah. Oof. I don't think anybody's going to admit to that. I would love it. It's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween. With Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Oh, what do we have this week? We've got Ringling Brothers tickets. If you want to take the family, we're going to be playing a game all this week called Famous Clowns. I'll give you three clues. You tell me who the famous clown is. Yes, I know that Ringling Brothers does not have clowns anymore. I don't, you know, I don't think most people would have known that. I think that's okay. I just want to make sure. That people know that they're not getting clowns when they're going to the Ringling Circus anymore. Right. Okay. I'm going to give you three clues. You're going to tell me who this is. Not you, Casey. You, the listener. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one. The name of this clown is also a texture. Number two. This clown is cynical and burnt out. Number three. He's a recurring character on one of the longest running cartoons of all time. That might have just given it away. <laughs> someone on my, uh, I had a remote broadcast last week and someone gave me crap for making these too easy. You always do. <laughs> the one day that you were not here and I kind of got a little freedom on it, I was like, nope, we are making this as hard as we can. <laughs> 314-954-9230. If you think you know which clown we're talking about. This is Greg. Greg, and name this clue number one. Name is also a texture. It is cynical and burnt out. And he is a reoccurring character on one of the longest running cartoons of all time. Name that clown. Krusty. Don't make me a liar. <laughs> you got it. Good Krusty the clown. Casey's like, I didn't even know Krusty existed. What is Krusty from? Krusty's uh -huh. Krusty, from The Simpsons. Yeah. 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 You didn't know, Casey? Come on. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> well, congratulations. You're going to the Ringling Brothers Circus. Congrats. All right. That's awesome. Thank you. Remy and Casey. Today, we're playing the big three for Jingle Fest tickets. Amanda from St. Louis is on the phone, and she's playing with Remy today. Remy going to spin the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, a little premature on that <laughs> wheel spin. <laughs> Today we're playing One of These Things Is Not Like the Other. Oh, I love this game. About Jingle Fest artists. Okay. I'll uh, give you a description. You'll tell me, I don't know, the answer. Ready? I will, I will give you the answer. And if you get a decent amount of them right, 
And Amanda guesses how many you got right. She's going to Jingle Fest with a four-pack. Number one, two of this year's Jingle Fest artists go by stage names. Can you tell me at least one of those artists' real names? I, I feel like it's uh, Randy Hauser's like Randall Finnegan or something. <laughs> I truly do not know any of their real names. Lee Beckham. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Amanda on this one. Amanda, do you know these? Do you know this answer? I do not. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm gonna go with <laughs> I'm going with uh, Randy Hauser. His real name is Randall Finnegan. Uh, okay. Final. <laughs> we'll take it. Number two. Two of this year's Jingle Fest artists are from the Carolinas. One North, one South. Can you name the Jingle Fest artist who isn't? Priscilla Block is not from the, the Carolinas. Final answer. Okay. Number three. This artist has a brother who's also a, got a country music career. Which Jingle Fest artist is it? We have spoken with this artist about their brother's country career. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh no. Also has a has a career. I'm gonna go with uh <clears throat> dang it. Priscilla. No, that's not it. I'm gonna go with Randy Hauser. Randy Hauser, final answer. Okay. Sorry, Randall Finnegan. Amanda, out of all three questions, how many would you guess that Remy got correct this morning? Two. Oh. Okay. Oh, my God. She's got so much faith. And you got nothing. Zeros? Zero. Zeros. Let's run it. Two of these Jingle Fest artists go by stage names. Can you tell me at least one of their real names? You're right. Randy Hauser is a stage name, but his first name is Sean. Ah, Sean Hauser. Lee Bryce. His name is Kenneth. Kenneth Bryce. Yep. Ken Bryce. Yeah. Doesn't have the same ring to it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah you get yeah. the change. Number two, two of these Jingle Fest artists are from the Carolinas. Who is not? Randy Hauser is from Mississippi. Ah. Priscilla, North Carolina or South Lee is the other. You mm. get it. I do now. And number three, this artist also has a brother in country music. It is Lee Bryce. <sighs> Terrible job today. I'm not going to lie. Who is it? There it's you uh, go. someone Bryce. There you go. It's like yeah. Lawrence Bryce. Ain't nobody knowing who <laughs> Lawrence Bryce is. Come on now. Yeah. We, t we did a whole interview with him about it Whatever. with Lee. Amanda still gets the tickets. Amanda's got a four-pack, and you can grab tickets to Jingle Fest at 923WIL.com. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 923WIL. Carly Pierce is teasing up something very full circle. She has a new project in the works that at least part of it follows along with her journey of working at Dollywood as an aspiring singer as she was a teenager way before she was a Grammy-winning country star. So without giving away too much. She posted on Instagram and Facebook a side-by-side -side of her at Dollywood, one of her maybe like five, six years old standing in front of the Dollywood sign and the next of her present day. And she said, quote, full circle moment going back to Dollywood to shoot something really special about my time there. Swipe for a little OG Carly who had big dreams. That's cool. 
Yeah. While she was, um, I feel like a lot of people know she worked there, but I was surprised to find out that it was when she was a sophomore in high school, she decided that she was going to audition for the shows and the thing. I've never been to Dollywood. Yeah. I'm imagining Branson. She was going to audition for the shows and she got the part, but she was only 16. So her mom had to literally uproot their entire life. And she and her mom both moved there together yeah. so that she could do this. And she said, I auditioned and I got the job. I didn't even realize that my mom was uprooting her life to drive me there and live with me in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And I worked six shows a day, five days a week for two years. Wow. I think you have to have buy-in from your parents. That's the buy key. In. Buy in. Like they have to buy into your to hopes and dreams and dream. I think as this like a 15 year old. You know what I mean? This is true for so many artists. Yeah. I obviously the biggest example in my brain is Taylor Swift because her dad put a lot of investing into a record label. What'd they do? Sign her. Yep. Carly's mom moved to Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge with her. Parker McCollum, his dad paid his entire band a salary for the first like year of them being together just so that they could get off up on their own feet. Yeah. This I'm hoping the, that, that one of my kids is talented enough to do that. Just like uproot my life and... Oh, so they'll be taking you with them. Hopefully someday, you know, I bought my dad a house and I'm crying, you know, in the background. I think that's every parent's dream. <laughs> the 31 Mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. It is Monster Monday. And for this monster, we head to the Missouri-Oklahoma border where paranormal fanatics try to catch a glimpse of bouncing orbs in the distance known as the Hornet Spook Lights. <laughs> You're not no. supposed to laugh at Hang it. It's on. supposed to be spooky. Uh, no, that does sound very um, Disney Channel-esque. The Horror Spook Lights. <laughs> Deep in Oklahoma, Missouri. <laughs> These lights have been reported to change colors, bounce up and down, travel at high speeds toward onlookers, and even appear inside or around observers' cars. We'll see a ball of light that will be on one side or the other side of the street. See, now it's more of a white. And if you take your car and drive down one way or the other, it'll disappear. And so you turn back around and you try to chase it this way and it goes away. Yeah. A ball of light. Hang on. In the sky or like in the distance? It's like uh, if I had to describe it, it's kind of like if you're on a country road. On it's the like horizon. On the horizon. Yeah. Mm. So it's there and there's no houses or anything at the end of this. It's just this kind of flickering orb. And I guess the epicenter is down a path in Joplin, which locals call. You'll like this. The Devil's Promenade. The Devil's Promenade. Maybe that's better than... Horror spook lights. Hornet spook lights. Hornet spook. The Joplin City website recommends directions for finding the spot down East 50 Road, about one to two miles into Oklahoma. Why Hornet? I don't know, dude. I just thought you would. I don't know. I didn't get that far. Okay, so. Uh, Sightings date back to the 19th century when Native Americans along the Trail of Tears reported witnessing the glowing orbs as the spook lights lit up more during the 1930s and 1940s. Kansas City Star reporter Charles Graham investigated the phenomenon and says that it's headlights from cars. Mm, I was going to say, we don't feel like someone's having a bonfire somewhere. 
Always, like every night. Well, maybe. Once you've got a reputation like this, I feel like you got to uphold it a little bit. Imagine living there and you've got like a guest in the car with you and they're like, what's that? Way out there. Uh-huh. That's just the Hornet spook lights. <laughs> it just don't pay them attention. Here's what people think it is. They think it is headlights, uh-huh. but they think it is like a mirage, like how you would see uh, how if you're out on the country roads and it's super hot outside and it kind of looks like there's water on the horizon yeah. up in the distance. Uh, that's what they think is going on here. It's just okay. a mirage of headlights that are at, you know, some somewhere other, else. And it's some kind of highway. being reflected yeah, like exactly. an optical illusion. That's what they're saying. But if there were spot, like if people spotted this Native Americans, that was before cars. It's odd that it's only happening in this one spot. I wonder what the terrain or whatever, it, what, what's happening over here that makes it the one spot where it always goes down. We'll likely never know the whole truth behind Missouri's most mystifying creatures and places. <sighs> But the uh, spooky hornet lights. <laughs> let's uh, let's go for a name change. Hornet spook hornet lights. Come on now. Lights. Come on, uh, Oklahoma. Earlier in the unprofessional news, we talked about how a woman's house was mistakenly uh, demolished while yep. she was on vacation, and they got the wrong house. And we got a couple text messages. Uh, one from Jessica saying, "A roofing company showed up to my house at 7 a.m. one morning. Woke up my husband when he heard people on the roof. They had a photo of our." house but the wrong address so the workers had to call their boss to figure out why they were getting yelled at by my husband oh my gosh i mean i think the because i had the same thing happen they didn't get very far maybe i should have let them just take the entire roof off and then and be ben like said something hey uh this is wrong uh, but they only, they replaced the back half, like the back slope of my roof uh, when they, when they didn't do it right or they got the wrong house. Uh, this one from the 314, we lived, we lived in a subdivision that only had two streets but the addresses were all the same. Example, 2820 Paula Lane and 2828 2820 Patty Lane. So the numbers were the same. Oh, yeah. She said, we would always get notices that our water was getting shut off due to no payment. Then I made arrangements for a siding company to come out for a bid. They never showed up. When I called, they said they came and put the estimate on the door. Once again, wrong house. Thank goodness we don't live there anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Our subdivision that we lived in when we had that uh, roofing issue, the number was like seven digits long. Uh, yeah, One of that those. always throws me. Yeah, now we just have two, which is fantastic. Uh, if if contractors showed up to your house and, you know, they started doing work and they weren't supposed to, let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Lauren Barnes, nominated by Haley Tinley. She's a full-time 911 dispatcher for St. Clair County and part-time for Monroe County. She also volunteers at a local animal rescue. Very cool. Thank you for everything you do. Here is your request song. It's Morgan Wallen and Lil Dark on 92.3 WIL. It's Remy and Casey on the way out today. Thankfully, uh, we can get out on this Monday. Hasn't really felt much like a Monday. What would you say it felt like? Uh, it felt like a Wednesday, I will say. Oh, okay. But tomorrow is definitely going to feel like a Tuesday because it do. always does. They always, uh, they never, it never uh, fails to delight. I will say. When you are the worst day of the week, yeah. there's not much you can do to overcome it. Well, we're going to need to refill on candy corn here because uh, 
I'll be honest, like I'm a <laughs> I'm a candy corn connoisseur, but I can't do the chocolate candy corn. I don't know what it is about it, but the one where instead of yellow on the bottom, it's brown. Yeah. So we have, and I'm not joking, a 2.5 pound bag that yeah. we've gone through in the last week. Yeah. When we say we eat candy corn in the studio in October, we can't stress enough how much candy corn we eat. It's real. It is a real problem. This also, is our third bag. I got to say, I probably gained like two or three pounds in the month of October just from the candy corn in this studio. I gained two or three cavities. <laughs> the dentists are like, excellent. Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast. We'll see you back here for a tasty Tuesday. Uh, we'll see you then. <laughs> Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 wil